0: Welcome to Agency for Agents, a podcast for real estate team leaders and independent brokerage owners looking to maximize profits, effectiveness, and gain freedom for their team and business. Your hosts, Christine Andreessen and Aaron Hendon have been running one of the most successful real estate teams in the Seattle area for more than eight years. They know building a winning team means finding ways to empower, nurture, train, and develop individual agents to discover their own power their own agency. On the podcast, Christine and Aaron interview thought leaders in real estate and personal growth to help you impact both your performance and your teams. We know it takes a lot, and leaders and brokers that crack that code reap the rewards of success greater than any they could ever achieve on their own. (laughs)
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Agency for Agents podcast. We're super excited about our guest today. Our guest is Dominic Labriola. I love that name, right? Labriola. And Dominic entered the real estate industry as a wide-eyed 10-year-old. That's right. He spent hours working alongside his father. His dad was a GC, a general contractor and a realtor. And that really fostered his love for designing and selling homes. So this deeply embedded passion for the industry became his launchpad for his career as a young realtor in Arizona. When Dominic got his real estate license at 19, could you imagine Aaron, 19, getting our license? How cool Mostly was that? I was... We won't talk about what you were we'll doing. We
0: will talk about what I was doing at 19. <laughs> <No>. But
1: Dominic <laughs> at 19 was getting his real estate license, and he already had years of experience in design and construction. So he dove into his career in Lake Havasu City. He quickly built up a strong and successful solo business. He used a lot of internet leads to actually generate strangers into clients. And soon he was managing one of the top local agent offices. He sold high volume every year of real estate. And then when the market crashed, he took some steps backwards from real estate and began to transition his life to Los Angeles. So at a glance, Dominic's life and career really does reveal his resilience and his drive that's at the core of who he is, from managing his family business through hardship, to diving back into the real estate industry after the market shift. And shift is a very generous word because we know what that means is crash. 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 Shifted downward suddenly. (laughs) Slightly or drastically, right? Yes. He takes no opportunity for granted and his perseverance to achieve for his very best results obviously shows through in his career. So he has clients who have become friends and his determination and dedication to his clients has led to his notable success in real estate. He's proud to represent his influential, leading clients from television, technology, and the medical industry. Please help us. Welcome, Dominic. Hello. How are you today? (sighs) Good, Dominic.
2: How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Excellent.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Welcome.
0: Um, Do you have a team or are you solo?
2: So I own a brokerage. We have 30... Two agents uh, across three different markets, and I have had every iteration of teams and businesses that you can think of. (laughs) Excellent.
1: You just said you own your own brokerage. Does that mean you run? You don't have a team in your brokerage. You run the whole thing. Like you're the broker owner, and the brokerage is all the agents.
2: So my business partner Max and I are both brokers. He is a California broker, and I'm an Arizona broker, and we both own the company together and um, and oversee. I'm the chief operating officer of the company. So I have created every system that the company uses and set up all of the software systems and created everything from scratch. So awesome. we're, Nice. We're here. And how
1: long have you had the brokerage?
2: We started coming together at the end of 2018 to kind of start building it. And so in the beginning of 2019 is when we actually started getting going because you know how it takes a while to get everything licensed.
1: It does take a hot minute, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that great? Good for you. What do you love about owning a brokerage versus being under the wing of a, you know, big box building?
2: So I have, I started with a big company back 19 years ago. I was with Coldwell Banker and it was a franchise at the time. And I really enjoyed the environment because it was locally owned, uh, even though it was a big box. And then it got bought out by NRT and it was just not as much fun. And so I moved to a friend of mine is named Leah and her mom at the time was the number one agent in our city and had her own company, Joanna and Associates Realty. And so to put some context on where she was, she would uh, about a thousand houses a year sold in that city, Lake Yeah. and she sold about 350 of those. Wow, nice
1: market share. Yeah,
2: so she was a badass and yeah, still is does. a badass. And, yeah. um, and so I joined their little company and I learned a lot about how to get super systemized and organized at that time. And I ended up becoming her office manager. And then the market tanked. We had a really rough go. In in 2007, we had over 100 listings and none of them were selling because right. Lake Havasu is a secondary home market. And so people stop buying second homes before they lose their primary homes. Then we had a double whammy in 2008. The market crashed everywhere and we were just completely up a creek. So we really had to kind of re invigorate and, and kind of come back to, to how we were going to do things. So I started a team in 2010 and I actually just became like an inside salesperson. So I would do all of the lead gen and talk with the leads and then hand them over to a business partner who would be the boots on the ground. And wow. around that time I moved to Los Angeles And I got licensed in California and joined a boutique brokerage called Partners Trust, which was founded by Nick Siegel, who is an amazing guy. Still, I say I have two major real estate mentors, Joanna, number one, and then Nick Siegel, number two. And Nick just has a lot of heart and spirit. And I think that a lot of where I learned a lot about how I wanted to evolve and and change my business in that time. So Every year he would do a Think and Grow Rich seminar where he would guide people through Napoleon Hill's book. And and so we learned a lot of valuable skills that I think are really important to, to bring people to a better sense of well-being and life. And I've read Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, and I feel really passionate that people should feel fulfilled in the life that they're living and the work that they're doing And I really don't feel like I was in a, in a big office. So I, or step back a couple of spots. I, in 2015 was hired as the COO of a new real estate brokerage startup. And I had a great time helping to build that company. Unfortunately, I didn't own any of that company and the guy who owned it wasn't a great guy. So we, left and went to a big office and I was there for about a year and I was just miserable. I really didn't feel like I was fulfilled. I think a lot of my purpose in life is helping people to set goals and plan their life. I created a day planner called the whole life planner, Mm. which allows people to number one at its core, it's a, a day planner, but then it also includes some exercises like a self-evaluation exercise, where are you on on the personal, professional, and financial levels. Mm -hmm. And then it helps guide people through setting personal, professional, and financial goals and the action steps that it would actually take to achieve those goals. And so I think it's really important for me to be able to help guide people through that process. I think that I find a lot of fulfillment in helping people achieve the goals that they set for themselves. So that's why I love being in the role that I am because the agents that we have on board, number one, they caught the spirit of what we wanted to build as a company. And number two, I think that they all share a bit of a, a self-improvement mentality. And a lot of my meetings that I hold with them are all about business and, and life planning. So we spend time talking about what is their why? What do they want to do? do for their business and and how how can they achieve that and how many families do they have to help kind of reverse engineering Mm -hmm. if you want to make a certain amount of money how much money are you going to to how many families are you going to be able to help to make that money and and what does that do for your family and so it's it's really fun for me to get to be able to help agents do that with their business.
1: That's great. That's right up our alley. It sounds exactly I mean, just, like what we're doing. Yeah,
0: awesome. there's so much it, there's so much in what you just said. I mean, that was just is everything about having people have agency. And you know, that we've interviewed dozens of team leaders and broker owners. And, you know, the the common thread for all of them is their connection to their agents, you know, their really commitment to helping empower people and you know, through real estate, but it really would be if it wasn't real estate, it'd be something else. But it happens to be real estate for all of us that we find our, our vehicle in which to empower others to, like you said, you know, live the life that really fulfills who they are. Yeah. 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 It's great, Dominic. Well, So talk to us a little bit about, I mean, I want to get into the nitty gritty, if we can, like details, anything you'd be willing to share. Because I know there are broker owners, boutique broker owners like you and team leaders that are always looking like what splits work, what are incentives that work. Know
1: what what programs are you using that you what programs
0: are you using that you love? What do you do about recruiting? Anywhere you want to start in there is great. Like what are your splits? What you know up the needle.
2: Okay. Well, we really wanted to centralize all of the tools that an agent would need for their business. I felt a lot of frustration at different companies that I belong to where I was keeping track of contacts in one system and then I was trying to send mass e-blasts to people. And yeah. it was just like a data management nightmare. And then the website was disconnected from that. So I really have been lucky to put together kind of a dream package with, with the brokerage that we've created. So we hired a developer to help us create what we call our headquarters. And so inside of HQ, it is a link to every system and tool that we offer our agents. Wow. So when our agents come on board, they don't have to think about anything. They get access to a client relationship management software through Follow Up Boss that we have optimized for them. So they don't have to reinvent the wheel. Obviously, Follow Up Boss is a great product off yes. the shelf, but If you have to organize and create your smart lists and create all of the different things that you need for your business, that can be time-consuming and an agent may never get that done themselves. So I really like to get into the weeds and get that all set up so that all an agent has to do is categorize their people the right way, put their person's name, phone number and email address in the system and put them in the right category. And then the system helps guide them through the process of following awesome. up with their clients.
1: Awesome.
2: We also provide access to a project management system through monday.com. Yeah. We give every single agent access to an IDX website through our site that is uh, custom to them. So we use a company called WaiLopo. And then we built a really beautiful website ourselves. And so everything is integrated into the CRS CRM system. We've created a way for our agents to have a really white glove experience. We have an amazing creative director who helps us to bring our agents' visions to life for all of their marketing request needs. We've created tons of different um, marketing samples and a creative request form so that If they want to just grab certain social media marketing pieces, postcards, flyers, anything they need, brochures, we have a a kind of template system in place where they can select what they want. And then our team turns it around for them and gives them access to all of those products. And then all they have to do is send them out to the world. So it's really kind of the, the culmination of all of the the things that I was having pain with myself as an agent, mm. and I wanted to put it together in a place where our agents would be able to not have to think about the creation of all these systems, and instead could just focus on talking with people who want to buy or sell real estate.
0: So that's great. We use Lopo and we try follow up. Boss, we moved up. We settled on Chime, but it's the the okay. same idea. I mean, sure. it's, you know, it's to have it all in one and leave people with you know, that opportunity. And that's what we found really works on the team as well is give them as little to do other than talk to people, right? Get everything else set up, everything else organized. We have a great admin. That's great. And in terms of agent attraction, what are, what are you finding that's working these days, not working? How big do you want to get? What are are you going?
2: Where are you going? So So, I think, It was most important to me to want to be surrounded by people that I knew I could trust and they could trust me. I think one of the disadvantages of being at a super big company is that you may be working along somebody that you don't necessarily feel has your back. And I wanted to be able to kind of choose what sandbox I was playing in. And so I... I really do feel like all of the people that we work with are people that I would trust with my life. And and I feel like they feel the same about, about us. So that's really what was most important to us. I think that we attract the people who that, that kind of is something that resonates with them. So initially, the people who joined us were, were friends who we knew from the industry and who just kind of were like, yeah, you don't have a name yet, but sure. I'm on
1: board. (laughs) And, (laughs) And
2: gradually as time went on and we started to build and create kind of a presence and people could see what we were doing, it allowed us to attract some of the other people that we knew that we wanted to work with. I mean, Shana and I have known each other for 11 or 12 years and and we've been friends and had worked at another company in the past together, and knew that we loved each other. But she was at a at a certain company and needed a certain amount of infrastructure for her team. And by bringing her on in uh, July of 2020, it allowed us to help attract other agents who are going. Oh my gosh, Shana and her entire team came on board. That's really interesting. And so I feel like we kind of get a critical mass where some of these top producing agents then start to feel like, okay, this is something that I could really get on board with. So that's really where it's, we haven't done a a huge outbound recruitment effort. It's just been talking with people that we know and that we like, and that we think we would work well together with. And then sometimes they refer friends to the company. We've had some really great agents hop on board who we didn't know before, but they were friends of some of our existing agents and they made the connection and now they're a perfect fit and it's working well.
0: It's awesome. awesome. And, and how often do you, so talk to me about the nitty gritty in terms of the education. First of all, do you attract mostly new agents or seasoned agents or is it
2: a split? We actually try not to take on new agents. I think that my sweet spot is helping people to kind of take their business to the next level. I think a lot of our agents sell at least a house a month and then being able to help them to optimize that and increase the number of sales that they're doing is, is important to me. I think because we are a smaller company, I mean, Max and I are the only managers uh, other than Shana does manage our Northern California office because she's, Essentially, it's, it's mostly just her team in the Northern California office. So, so yeah, we're not really equipped to, to train people from scratch. Um, and so I think that it's beneficial for us to help people to become more optimized in their business instead of teaching them the business.
0: Great. People fall in one of those two camps. We found that broker owners fall in one of those two camps. They either love new agents, and that's where they want to take it on, like hunters, like that. Like, oh, I'll just train them up and get them going. And then there's people that are. You have a
2: few that have come on board, but I I encourage them to pick a mentor from the group of agents that we have, and they need to have a few transactions under their belt with that mentor before they can kind of go solo.
1: Yeah, so you're not picking them green and just letting them roll, right? Yeah. Yeah. We do this, we do something similar. We have everybody assigned to a mentor for their first three deals. Sounds, oh. sounds similar. Isn't that great? Good for you. Yeah. All right.
0: So those seasoned agents, those 12 deals a year, moving to 24 deals a year, moving from 20 to 40 deals a year, that kind of progression. What are the splits with the team with your company?
2: So our company is really unique. We allow our agents to pick their commission split. So it's pretty interesting. I don't think. I know. We, I want to
0: hear this now. Want to hear, oh. This is exactly what we wanted to hear. Like we, we started this podcast, Dominic, because we're like, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Let's find out what other people are doing.
1: Oh, let's start a podcast and figure out what other people are doing. So, Although we were like, hey, we got stuff that's really working. I wonder how much we could go up if we figured out what we're supposed to be doing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not really interested. Tell us about your scale.
2: So our level one agent has no monthly expense, but they get every system and tool that we offer. And so, I mean, if you look at all of the different systems that we have to have those seats for, it's probably 10, $11,000 per agent in expense yeah. for us to, to okay. keep the lights on for them.
0: Right. Totally um, it.
2: And so if they want to have no monthly costs associated, we're at a 70, 30 split for them. Great. And then we graduate and 72 70 to the agent and 30% to the company. So
1: is yeah. there a cap or is it just across? So the-
2: then, if they want to increase their split, they can move to a graduated level. So we have level one, no expense. Level two is 125 per month and it's an 80 20 split. And then 275 per month is a 90 10 split. And then our highest tier is a level four, and that's four twenty-five per month, and then that allows them to have a ninety-five-five split. So wow. it's pretty aggressive. I think that people that's
0: super aggressive
2: get to share have the lion's share of the commission if they help us to offset some of the expense of that's killer the, their systems. But I think that it's been beneficial for both parties, and and we're. Or continuing to grow and profitable. Really? I I like being independently owned and not having any loans or any expenses that uh, I'm not beholden to any big right. big bank or any big investment firm or private equity firm. Like I really enjoy that we make money and and our you agents make money? make money too. That's awesome. Where do those
1: people fall in line in that scale? What do you find most people want? Like newer agents, probably.
2: So the newer agents definitely start at the 70-30 split, yeah. but then very quickly, and we allow agents to change. If they want to, they can give us a notice of 60 days and says, say, hey, I need, to, Bump up. I need to graduate to the next level or things are going rough right now. I need to scale back a bit. So so they can, they can kind of move around with some notice.
0: And that doesn't cap. That's just for... That's just the way that No, that's.
1: Yeah. Nice. Interesting. That's, that's interesting. Would, that that is really, in my head. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Anything else
0: you do that strikes you like this is what we do and this is sort of weird or this is sort of unique and this is what we'd yeah. love to hear about that.
2: I think our our time that we spend together is pretty unique. I I do a, a big like life planning business planning session once a year where I've created about a 30-page document that people can use as kind of the the roadmap. And then we talk about everything from writing down what their burning desire is, their why, and then following the steps that they need to take to to achieve that. And then we have a really liberal or open-door policy with both Max and I having our, our Calendly links available where everybody just books a time whenever they need us. But I really do encourage all of our agents to at a minimum schedule four appointments with me a year where they are specifically talking about business planning and talking about their goals. Awesome. And then we evaluate everything. We we use a program called SISU, which gives us a lot of metrics about all of the things that they're doing. and, And that helps us to kind of figure out where we need to adjust their business. And so it's-, it's
0: really And do you thoughtful. do, you, so do you have follow-up boss automated with CSU, or do they update CSU manually?
2: So we have a, a slight integration with follow-up boss. A lot of the calls and different things like that are automatically tracked for them. We didn't love the way that- the, the suggestion, I don't know, the the agent level for CSU I wanted them to kind of be hands off on that. So we do some kind of dirty work on the back end, unfortunately, to kind of update them. We built some really neat forms inside of our HQ for agents to report anytime they have a new escrow, anytime they have a new listing, anytime they lease a property, or anytime they have a referral. Mm-hmm. That triggers us to then make that adjustment in SISU for them. It was just the easiest way for us to make it more approachable for the agent. I think that the SISU forms were totally baffling to our agents and, and it was just...
1: Well, plus it compromises the integrity of all your numbers when your agents get in there. We do the same thing. We're like, you could enter your calls in SISU, you could enter your open houses in SISU, no contracts. We yeah. do that for them as well. I, I totally, we're totally with you on that one. Wow, we, we, we like literally have the same systems, Lopo and Sisu. Although we do Chime and you do follow up bus, but that's awesome. It's really great. I, I love hearing that. What we find is working is also working for you. Great, oh, that's, that's very cool.
0: cool. I, oh, I had two questions. Do you do uh, any kind of weekly or daily meeting with your teams? Is there any kind of or is but it we, just thirty independent people?
2: We previously had done the. F- first Friday and the third Friday of every month where the entire team, regardless of office gets on a meeting. And the first Friday was like more of a sales meeting. And then the third Friday was a workshop this year. We've graduated to um, Max is holding a weekly contract class every Friday for anybody that wants to hop on and just kind of jam about a contract question they're having or some training on specific contracts Awesome. And then we've set a series of 22 workshops around specific just projects that that people would want to do. So this last workshop that we held was about how people are presenting themselves to the world. So we really wanted to talk about being prepared to meet business in the instance that you have your, your listing presentation ready. You've got seller landing pages available. You've got a buyer presentation ready, a mastery of the buyer, home buyer guide and conducting a home buyer counseling session, things as simple as having signs and things like that ready. So I just wanted to make sure that people are fully prepped to present yeah. themselves for business so that when the opportunity for business arrives, they're not scrambling. And I think that it allows people to be more, if you're prepared, you're, you're more productive. So
1: for sure.
0: And do you find that people are calling, you know, you got contracts on Fridays, but they have something that comes up in the middle of a deal, pricing this property, or this client's got a problem, or Christine, I know, is dealing with a couple of things with easements and da-da-da. Who do they call? How often does that happen? How do you manage all that? I
2: mean, every day, all day, we're helping with all of those issues. So we use Google Chat for everything. We've got essentially a Slack system built in, but I just liked that it was integrated with the system that we already had and so um so everybody uses google chat and we've got different rooms set up for each different office uh we've got a creative chat we've got max and i have our founders chat and so there's one everybody knows they can always kind of reach out check in on something if they need me or max they book a a time with us and we hop on a video call so even though we're Covering a large geography between two states, we were super high touch and we're talking with people constantly. So, right. And I think that all of our agents feel really connected to each other, which is pretty interesting. I think COVID was obviously a challenge, but it helped us to learn and adapt because starting the company, we knew that we, I mean, we were only six months into it when COVID hit. So, we had to quickly adapt. And in the beginning, we were meeting once a week as a team in person. And then it's like, all right, how are we going to do this? So when COVID came, we, we realized that, all right, video calls are going to be a, a part of our business from now on. And and so we just really adapted to how that was going to play out.
0: Fabulous. Well, last question for me is that you mentioned uh, your old partner, your old mentor, did a Think and Grow Rich workshop, which is just a freaking dynamite idea that I'm going to steal because it's really one of my favorite top five must read books for people. And I love that idea of grounding, <laughs> training people in it. What are you reading now? What's lighting you up? What's the, what's the book recommendation?
2: Right so, yeah, right now I'm super into Daryl Eve's book, YouTube Formula. Oh, and I just finished Sean Cannell and Benji Travis's book, YouTube Secrets. Those are, those are kind of what is occupying my mind space at the moment. We have been connecting with a bunch of agents all over the country who are really utilizing YouTube to a high level and, um, and just wanted to become more in tune with that.
1: Excellent.
0: Uh, That's good. That's definitely uncharted. I mean, we have a YouTube channel, right? We're not. We have never taken on mastering that game. Yeah. We have not taken on mastering that game. So that's a good, it's good to hear that someone who's doing a lot of the stuff that we're doing that's working is moving in that direction. (laughs) Give me a push in that direction. We'll follow your lead. Yeah. All
1: right. (laughs) Very
0: cool. Well, Dominic, anything else you want to say that would empower a broker owner like you you know, a team leader, anything else you want to contribute because you've just been so generous and authentic with what you're building. Anything else that you could see that you wish you knew or that you are happy about anything like that? I'm
2: going to quote Nick Siegel. One of my favorite quotes of his is, little things done consistently in excellence make a major impact. And I think that that really does guide where I am in my business. I, I think I try to express that to all of our agents. I think just if you can make one next best step every day to, to move the needle forward, I think that that's where you really find true success and, and fulfillment. So that's really where it comes down to for me.
1: That's an awesome note to end on. It was really, really great. It was great being with you and Chatting with you and getting to know you. And you too. Thanks for all of the transparency and generosity in what you shared. Pleasure. Yeah. Fabulous.
0: We'll be in touch, Dominic. Thank you again for your time. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Have awesome. a great day.
2: Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Abundant Life Podcast. Brought to you by Christine and & Company and eXp Realty, the global online brokerage powered by top agents and cutting-edge technology. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Your hosts have been award-winning brokers Christine Andreasen and Aaron Hendon. For more on them, visit ChristineAndCompany.com.